Well, hello there, folks. Welcome to this journal entry. I know I always say it, but life has been crazy for us. And even more so the last few weeks. Let's just say, if it's not one thing, it is definitely another. And I have been praying for a time where I can get on and just share with you once again in order to speak hope, speak love, and speak life into y'all. I've had this topic on my heart for a while now, but I haven't been able to get on like I've stated. And it was just laid on my heart when something happened on our farm a few weeks ago. We have chickens and sometimes our chickens are just little twerps. They got out of the fenced in yard. And let's just say we had to go chase them down. Well, we got all of them in except for one. And so I assigned all my kiddos to go find this one chicken that was still missing. Anyways, as we were dealing with that situation, the Lord just spoke to me and said, Hey, this is like me when I go find that lost sheep. What did my children do when I told them, go find the lost chicken? They left all the other ones that we had found and put back into the chicken yard in order to go find just that one. And in that moment, it just helped me latch on to what God really meant when he shared that parable of the lost sheep. Does he leave the 90 and 9 and just forsake them? No. He still cares for them. But because he loves those sheep that are not yet his, he goes and brings them back to the fold or into the fold. Let's just take a moment and read from Luke chapter 15. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine 
in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me! I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me! I have found my lost coin. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare, and here I am, starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For the son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him, but he answered his father, Look, 
All these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad, because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Luke chapter 15 You know, as I'm reading that, a few thoughts enter my mind. The son squandered all his inheritance. Was he frugal with his money? No. He wasted it on everything that he wanted. He didn't put anything aside. The son realized he was not worthy to be his father's son anymore. He was willing to take in modern day terms, a demotion. But his father didn't see it that way. His father loved him even as much as he did before, possibly more. The father was forgiving. Guess what? God is forgiving. And when the prodigal son came home, he called for a party. Everyone celebrated with the father because his lost son had been found. Just like that lost sheep. Just like that missing coin. They all had been found. And it was by the grace of God that they were saved and found and brought back to life. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Folks, if we are not saved, but God wants to save us and His plan is to save us and He does save us, We are that lost sheep. And when we give our heart to Him, we are now found and brought to life. For when we are unsaved, we are spiritually dead. And when Jesus comes into our heart and saves us, we are made a new creation. We are given new life. Don't give up hope, folks. We don't deserve to be his children. But that is grace and mercy for y'all. There's an acronym. 
grace. God's riches at Christ's expense. In order for us to have eternal life and salvation, Jesus had to take our place. He loved us so much that he gave us his son. Mercy is unmerited favor. We deserve to go to hell and have eternal damnation. But yet God gave us his son so that we would have eternal life if we only accept that free gift from him. Can't earn it. Can't work for it. Just like the prodigal son couldn't earn it. Couldn't work for it. His father forgave him. He did nothing to get his father's forgiveness. It's the same way with Christ. We can't earn it. We can't work for it. All we have to do is accept it. Father God, thank you for this time. Thank you for giving me clear speech. Thank you for giving me the words to speak. Thank you for guiding my mouth and for guiding my actions. Make me continuously more like you each and every day. And Lord, I pray that if there be anyone out there that needs to hear this message, please just guide them here to the scripted heart and hear your words of hope, love, and life. Thank you, Father God, for blessing us more than we deserve. Thank you for your son, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Remember, folks, speak hope, speak love, and speak life into others. For out of the heart are the issues of life. Until next time, I'll be praying.